are watching T Radio V, Radio in TV. Welcome to the post show broadcasting live from T Radio V in Hollywood, California. This is where we elevate the creative cult. This is where creatives can be seen. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching us, you creepy little watchers. I'm Poe, as you know. So tomorrow, Tuesday, July 19th, from 8 to 9.30 p.m., improv at Long Hard Tuesdays. Yeah, you heard it right. At Pack Theater, 6470 Santa Monica Boulevard, Los Angeles. Long Hard Tuesdays and the Pack Theater present Pack Pitch with a new different feature every week. Pack Theater performers and independent teams put up improv, sketch, variety, scripted shows to be considered for future monthly slots. This week's Pack Pitch, Substitute Friend Presents Off the Record, is an improvised play inspired by a selection of vintage how-to records and a guest storyteller. Substitute Friend is always looking for new friends, so pay attention, you might end up on the stage with them. That would be frightening. I'm afraid of this thing. Substitute Friend. That's a frightening thought. Anyway, this is starring Seth Gilbert, Ian Farley, Richard Hughes, and WayKU. I'm sorry if I pronounce any of these names wrong. Also featuring your favorite Pack Theater house teams, yay, yay, starring Becky Sanders, Chase Hamilton Hinton, <laughs> Russ Guberman, Robin Steffen, and Joshua Steffen, and Ratthroat, starring Lillian Pennypacker, just super funny in itself, Casely Kiesling, Tiffany Ailman, Jason Van Glass, Dan Adams, Christopher Corbin, and Leanne St. John. Stick around after for HMS Deathmatch. To be honest, I don't know what that is. I'm sure it's really great, though. <laughs> I have to ask somebody to see what that is, but it's always in their thing, so I always say it. But stick around just, and tell me what it is. Tickets are first come, first serve. Pay what you can, because we're creatives. Damn it. Just give us anything, even food. We'll take leftover food if you're just stepping out of a restaurant from dinner. Have any great show ideas? Pitch it to them. You can email them at tptshows at gmail.com. And in the subject line, write LHT-PackPitch- the name of your show. Okay, also tomorrow at 8.30 p.m., don't miss, as always, Ultimate Jam Night at the world-famous Whiskey A Go-Go, 8901 Sunset Boulevard. That's West Hollywood. We call WeHo. As always, no cover and amazing shows tomorrow and every Tuesday. So at some point, go every Tuesday or at some point, go at least a million times. 
Support. Support the musicians. So Sunday, August 14th at 2 p.m., the creepy collection of Guillermo del Toro, if you guys are into that, hosted by, get this, Horrific Homes and Gardens. Isn't that great? At the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, 5905-5905-5905 Wilshire Boulevard. That's in Los Angeles. Items from the Bleak House, visions of death and the afterlife, magic, occultism, horror, monsters, representation of innocence and redemption. The creepy collection Del Toro has spent a lifetime curating. If it's creepy, crawly, or both, he probably has a soft spot for it. During a roundtable discussion in October, the master of horror revealed that he loves monsters like people love puppies. As a child, he started amassing an extensive collection of books, art, and life-size figures of his favorite characters. Part of his treasures will now be featured in what he describes as an exhibit of my movie stuff. Only 500 pieces will make the cut, but it's said that Bleak House has at least 700 pieces. So it's my understanding that Bleak House is um, a family-owned house, but they don't live in it, and I don't blame them. Maybe he goes there and freaks out once in a while. Okay. Uh, has 700 pieces of original art. About 60 objects for this exhibition will come from LACMA's permanent collection. The exhibit will be live. Will be live. Will be alive. Will live. Creepy, if you're talking about creepy stuff. At LACMA from July 31st to November 22nd. Or 27th, sorry. So check that freaky stuff out if you're into the freaky stuff. It looks really cool, right? You saw the thing. It looks amazing. Okay, so you ready to get on with it? You have your horns up? Ready, ready? Okay, so today we are discussing the art of capturing the moment. But more specifically, and this is the important part, the sound, energy, and passion of rock and roll. I have in the studio with me today an individual whose fantasy does not involve Elvita cheese, right? No. Doesn't involve Elvita cheese, but instead is to be not only attacked, but eaten by a shark. Yeah, eaten by a shark. So before that fantasy is fulfilled, we're going to recognize him for his amazing epic shots. We'll recognize him for them after he's eaten by the shark too, though, I guess that's, that's fair. Please welcome rock photographer Jerry Averill. How's it going? Did I say it right? You did. <laughs> you did. I, I like it. I really practiced it wrong ever since I booked you. So. Oh, we set that straight. Oh, we set that straight. And thank actually. you for making me feel comfortable with the jaws in yeah. the background. Isn't that cool that that poster was here? Yeah, I was nervous, but now the thought of being eaten by a poster. Okay, okay, hey. so that was my first question. Why the hell is that your fantasy? I'm just really, I'm, I'm sure everybody's curious. Like, I mean, that wouldn't be, my fantasy would probably, it would probably involve sex. If we have to be honest, but it wouldn't be with a shark. Well, we can have multiple fantasies, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you could have sex in the shark's mouth. Hey. Or in the belly of the beast. It it basically started as a, just a joke. Um, I thought it would be you know, I was just, you know, I like to put goofy things on Facebook. You do put very goofy things on Facebook. And I just thought that uh, talking about wanting to be attacked by a shark would be kind of funny. So then I, uh, I, it just, people started giving me shark sightings and 
stuff I would tell them I'm running to the beach. I'd take pictures when I'm on the beach. And then you actually started getting turned on by the idea. Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty funny. People think I'm crazy, but. Well. You know. And then one time I was in the water with my kids and we were boogie boarding. And in the wave, I next to me was, as I'm going, is a dolphin. Oh. And my, I get out of the water and my daughter goes, Dad, did you see that? And I said, yeah, it was almost my time. I almost, it almost happened. <laughs> you know what? That's not going to happen. A yeah. dolphin's not going to eat you. No. It, I mean, no. Oh, well. That's not going to happen. Hey, it was, it was fun to fantasize a little bit, right? No, I'm sure you did that, too. Okay. I'm thinking weird things. Mm. Okay. So, and on top of the weird shark fetish that you have, you must be a headbanger. I am. I like all kinds of music, mostly metal, rock. Okay, so tell me what what um, what inspires you about rock and roll that you want to take a picture of it? I mean, because yeah, there's lots of genres of music, but you're not going to get the same energy, right? No, I'm probably giving away the answer. The guitars and the drums, and you know, just the the hair and all that stuff. Um, like Ira Black. Yeah, Ira, he's awesome ah! to take pictures of. The and hair it's, yeah, of it's rock and roll. <laughs> I think out of all the genres of music, I think the metal and the rock really can you can tell a story. So do you're you a think lot better with uh, with it, it, you you think it's the the energy that goes into the rock. I mean the the prob- I don't know or the obvious energy or what is it? I just I just find it very interesting and you know I always back in the day I would take pictures with this little cell, a little camera. Yeah. And I just, you know, and then when I was a kid, you'd get Circus Magazine and you'd flip through the pictures and look. And I always used to, you know, back then it was cool to look at the pictures. But then you look at them now and the pictures are just so bad. You know, just the photographers were just, you know, they didn't didn't care what, you know, what pictures they were getting. Uh. So I thought, I, I think I know what a picture should look like, so... Okay, let's see what his pictures look like. This is the perfect segue right now. Let's check out what he does. You'll see what I'm talking about.
so you're not just capturing the shot, which is a feat, I'm sure, in itself to catch because you have to you have to see it before it happens. And that's not easy when like some rock musician is jumping around freaking out on stage. You have to get it before it's there. Yeah, you have to time it. You have to have an intuition about it. Yeah, some some depending on the band, sometimes I'll I'll watch their videos, their live videos, see what they do to kind of and then I anticipate. So a lot of times I'll have the camera up and I'll be waiting for something to happen. You know, I can I I know something is going to happen and then I'll be able to click so it's, you know, I mean, a lot of practice. I, you know, I've sh- been shooting for about four and a half years. But what's interesting, too, I mean, you can shoot for a lifetime and not get some of the shots that you've gotten. Because what oh, you're, you. what the other thing that you're capturing, which I think is super interesting, is the sound. Right. I try to make my pictures tell the story. and. Okay, and but the actual, we're talking about rock and roll. You're actually capturing the sound of rock and roll because it's so... I don't know. To me, it immerses you, right? That type of music, you get caught up in it like a typhoon, right? Yeah, it's, and it's easy to put the camera down and want to watch. And I think that's my biggest beef because I like to watch the bands play and listen. And a lot of times when I'm, when I'm doing photos, I don't hear, you know, I'm just waiting for stuff to happen. So... Okay, we're going to take a break, so we stay on schedule. We'll be right back. Don't go away. just doing solidly graph like I say when I went to college I was did like a few years where I was doing abstract painting so I did a lot of time as an abstract artist experiment with different mediums and stuff like that I've got influences from all over it's like with my music I like all kinds of different art you know it's not right. it's not just graph so I've never been stuck in a rut and for me it's all about developing and changing all the time you know so I hate artists who paint the same thing. It's just boring, you know? You've got to keep evolving, you know? When you stop evolving, you might as well just hang up your boots. Previously on Vantage Point. It was really hard to work. Like, we couldn't really continue anymore. Like, you know, we wanted to grow, but it was really hard, like, to do able to do more so yeah we want like to travel so but traveling you know it's hard i mean you can't get a visa so we we wanted to get out of the iran to like base somewhere and then be it's able hard. to travel like it's different if you're iranian like any paperwork is different for you yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah in tehran like you know they i think there's like a lot more like street are happening like we facing like tags graffiti or stencil to listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointradio.com. I paint since around 20 years. I can paint with everything you give me, you know. It's about the skills to handle that stuff and uh, 15 or 20 years ago, we painted with spa bar. It was like water <laughs> with a little bit color inside, yeah. you know? Mm. 
But it's crazy the development of the spray paint during the last maybe 10 years. It's awesome. There are some favorite brands what I love to use, but um, yeah, it don't matter what name is on that can, you know. Okay, Jerry. So last week's Ultimate Jam Night, the Whiskey A Go Go, yep. was week 69, the naughty edition. And it you were there. It was very naughty. <laughs> so um, I wasn't able to make that. Chuck said it was amazing. It was great. I, did, I wasn't able to stay for the whole show, but I stayed for probably three quarters of it. Did you get some naughty bits? I got a few naughty bits. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk a little naughty bits later, too, because with the um, the Orlando show, there's a photo you took, and I have a story behind it that's, like, pretty funny. Um, okay, so um, Ultimate Jam Night, for those that are ignorant or just plain stupid and don't know what it is, I'm so sorry that it was wrong. Ultimate Jam Night is... Um, Every Tuesday, every Tuesday at the Whiskey A Go-Go, it's an immersive rock and roll show in Hollywood. The event integrates the world's greatest, seriously, active rock musicians into a four-hour live performance of unrehearsed cover tunes from a wide range of popular music. Not only that, um, but in, was it September... September 2015, um, Ultimate Jam Night was recognized by the 25th Annual LA Music Awards for Excellence in Performance and its contribution to the Los Angeles music community. So yeah, not only are they amazing in what they're doing as a performance, as something great to go watch, but Chuck Wright is the organizer. He is um, the captain, Captain Chuck of Quiet Riot. And um, though the other guys help too, but he, I would say he is—he's the captain of the show. He puts on some amazing, amazing shows, and he does it. It's a—it's a—it's um, for the love of it. It's to uh, give musicians a place to play and a place to jam. Um, you know what? Let's go ahead and go into that video, Ultimate Jam Night. And he can—he's been on the show, and I have uh, cut out a little bit of. Uh, audio pieces that you can hear him say in his own words why the ultimate jam night is even here so check this out an immersive rock and roll show ultimate jam night everybody needs to go to every single tuesday at the whiskey go go chuck right how did the ultimate jam night come about um was that your brainchild yes it was uh what were you thinking <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I created a monster. It's really about a social gathering. That's what this is about. It's about rebuilding the community of musicians again because, you know, all the clubs are closing, the DJs have taken over, you know, and DJs can't jam. At least over 700 guests. But I'll, I'll name a few, alright? We've had Robin Zander from Cheap Trip, Robbie Krieger from The Doors, Beast Snyder from Twisted Sisters, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row, Mickey D, and Phil Campbell from Motorhead, Jason Bonham. Derek Wimbley from Sum 41, Don Dawkins, Bruce Keeler from Kiss, Colin Hay from Men at Work, Doug Pennick from King's X, who's a regular, 
George Lynch from Lynch Mob, Lake Garrett, Chris Jericho, the wrestler, actually sings. And uh, Nuno Bedenport, Phil X from Bon Jovi. Billy Sheehan from Mr. Big, who comes often. Thank you, Benelli, for my band, Quiet Riot. He's graced the stage. Monty Pittman uh, comes a lot. He's at Madonna's touring guitar player and was in Fong. Uh, Ward Maloga from Stone Sour. John Five from Marilyn Manson. The list goes on and on and on. I actually have a killer house band uh, with Matt Starr. Well, yeah, you do. Well, Matt Starr from Mr. Big, who helped mm -hmm. organize the thing, and Mitch Perry from Make a Winner Group, and uh, we just brought on Walter Eno from Survivor, um, and having Paul Z sing. We put other players with us, but we also put combinations of players mm -hmm. that have never played together before, like Nuno Bedencourt from Extreme and Billy Sheehan from Mr. Big, who've never played together before, and they're up there just shredding off of each other and you. go to the Whiskey A Go-Go, um, legendary venue, the only one in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, where I cut my teeth in Hollywood myself, playing there. I was the guy putting up the, the posters for the shows on all the poles when you drive up Lower Canyon when I was a kid. Yeah, I started here. The concept for this jam night was beyond just having the best musicians in LA play. I wanted to create a rock and roll circus. Organizing 40 to 70 musicians who cannot move in my mind. How rough is that? Yeah. Okay. So that's what this is all about. So, what a fertile ground for you to work in. Yeah, like, seriously? A... Do you feel like. Wow, this is right here in my backyard. Yeah, it's great. It's, you know, I mean, it's hard sometimes because, of my, you know, my regular job, I get up early, but oh, God, I, try to, sure. yeah, I try to get out there a couple times, well, at least once or twice a month. Um, I love shooting there. It's great. I love all the people. Everybody's really nice. So, oh, yeah, it's, it's the cool. jam fam. It's literally a family. So it's super cool. Um, and the members of, uh, the house band alone are rock stars. It's ridiculous. Um, so how many how many jams have you photographed then? Because you were there back when they were at the the Lucky Strike. But this I is better. I started Don't on I, my first jam was number five, and oh, I think wow. I've I think I've done maybe twenty. Were you at the first one at the Whiskey? I was not. Are you bummed? That you I was. Were? Yeah, I could not. Get okay, out I, that's a me. secret. I'm gonna actually. I've already played that, but I'm gonna play it again because I think it's like so cool. Just so that people know what can happen. Like surprise guests just appear. Okay, so very very cool. We are going to take a short break. And funny enough, so as you guys know, in the middle of my show, I always show clips from like a show a month ago. It's usually about a month ago. Actually, it's been a little longer than that because we had. I had last week off because I was painting and the week before that was 4th of July but usually it's about a week a month now it's going to be about a month and a half but anyway um, I have clips from previous shows and it just happened to fall in place that that time period was when Chuck Wright was here so some of its repetition you always also see though Susie Malone um, and she participates in the jam quite often too so anyway we're going to take a break we'll be right back don't go away Thank you. 
ready to rock and roll, first of all. Because if you're not ready to rock and roll, turn me off. You will turn me off if you're not ready. Faces of the band Quiet Riot and organizer of an immersive rock and roll show Ultimate Jam Night, which everybody needs to go to every single Tuesday at the Whiskey A Go Go. Chuck Wright! Hello! Glad to be here. I'm so happy you're here, and I think everything. Oh, it's getting hot. We're gonna take off all our clothes. That's right. That's the plan. <laughs> Moved over to the Whiskey A Go Go, um, legendary venue, the only one in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, where I cut my teeth in Hollywood myself. Playing. Oh. We're doing a show um, with the band Dubro, which became Quiet Riot, and we were opening for Motley Crue, and neither one of us had a record deal yet. the guy putting up the, the posters for the shows on all the poles when you drive up Laurel Canyon. The concept for this jam night was beyond just having the best musicians in LA play. I wanted to create a rock and roll circus, some odd girls setting their titties on fire, just different things going Ow. on. But, Ow. but uh, one of my fears, I guess that's, oh, that's, <laughs> that's better. I'm seeing that. double now. There you go. <laughs> Let's drink to Susie's boobies. Yeah, yeah, to the skull boobies. Yeah, they. Forty to seventy musicians a week. Nothing new in my mind. <laughs> it's really about a social gathering, and that's what this is about. It's about rebuilding the community of musicians again, because you know all the clubs are closing, the DJs have taken over. You know, DJs can't jam, so that we have musicians that DJs can. DJs can't jam. Rockstar is Man. that. Yeah. Come rock, on. How rockstar is that? Sorry, DJs, but I love the part where he says DJs can't jam. <laughs> you know what? They can't jam. Gosh, you know we need to give we need to give it give it up for the musicians. Good grief! What will we do without them? Okay, so welcome back to the Hollywood Post Show. We'll have to get official. Okay, so Sunday, August thirteenth and fourteenth at two p.m. The eighty fourth, eighty fourth. For the love of Pete, whoever Pete is. Pete's my cat. His name's Yoda, like the Star Wars Yoda, but I call him Pete. I call him Stinky Pete, Peter Pan, Peter Rabbit. He's a hairless, creepy, nasty-looking, old man-looking cat. Okay, so anyway, that a shark would probably spit out. <laughs> okay, so Sunday, August 13th and 14th at 2 p.m., the 84th Annual Great Sand Sculpture Competition. This is cool. You guys got to check this out and don't think it's nothing. Look at that. That's like serious shit we're talking about there. Look at that. The free, is that the freaking Taj Mahal at Long Beach? Like seriously, this is serious business. In your lifetime, put it on your bucket list. You need to see this at, at least, maybe not this one, but this one's great. Can you a, climb in there? You probably, you probably would get murdered. Because I don't think they would like it. You would ruin it. Maybe in the end. Anyway, cool stuff. Okay, so this is at 1 Granada Avenue, Long Beach, California. For the past 83 years, the Great Sand Sculpture Contest has brought together Long Beach and its surrounding communities to celebrate in the community's greatest natural asset, which is, come on, come on, the beach, sand. This is a free, family-friendly community event 
complete with sculpture masterpieces of world-class professional sand artists. Yes, there's professional sand artists. You have to be to build something like that, really. A semi-professional sculpting category, community competition, and more. This is the longest standing of its kind in the nation and continues to be the staple of the community history and future. Again, check it out. This family, Party on the Beach, is complete with remarkable sand sculptures, a food court, a vendor gallery, a live music, live music, a kid zone, and, and if you go for a, no other reason except to see amazing art in sand, a bar on the beach. There's probably sharks too. Nice. See? For more info, visit lbsandcastle.com. I would highly recommend that. Saturday, August 27th, 11 a.m. to 7.30 p.m., Venice Beach Music Fest 11, a celebration of the arts in the park. Free outdoor festival featuring music, art, and dance at the famous Venice Beach Boardwalk, a full day of world-class musical and dance entertainment, a large art and literature show, and other fun attractions featuring music, readings, and dancing from Willie Chambers, Barry the Fish Melton, and Friends, Cubensis, Meet Me at the Pub, Ja Faith and the Royal Lineage Band, and Cohen, Yaharisa Belly Dance Theater, and James Booth. Venice Beach Music Fest 11 is, a, is proud to support the arts by hosting an arts and literature show that is free for selected independent artists. Yeah, artists usually have to pay to show their work. It's not right. It's not the right place. This year's lineup of visual artists showing their works include those both local and internationally recognized. And I'll give the site to you for those that want to see who exactly it is, but there were too many for me to announce. The Venice Electric Light Parade, a group of bicycle enthusiasts who promote safe cycling at night through an artistic display of LED lights, will gather at the site at 7.30 p.m. for a night ride. That could be interesting. This free to the public festival is provided to the community by the support and sponsorship of many local and national businesses. Producer Milton Rosenberg, in his 11th year of free festival production in the community, notes, again, free festival production. This man has done this for 11 years for the love of it, just like Chuck Wright and just kind of like, kind of like I do. <laughs> for the love of the arts. He says this festival continues its tradition of preserving the essential art forms in our community, music, dance, literature, visual arts, and street performance. Along with the Venice Spring Fling, at the Venice Beach, festival, Beach Music Fest seeks to preserve town founder Abbott Kinney, Abbott Kinney, its original intent for Venice of America to be a place to experience arts and entertainment by the sea. Visit VeniceBeachMusicFest.com for more info. And like I said, you can get all those artists that are going to be displaying there at that dot com, I hope. And connect with the community at Facebook.com Venice Beach Music Fest. This event is endorsed by Venice Chamber of Commerce. So check that stuff out. That's really, um, th these are people that kind of give a shit, obviously, right? <laughs> Putting all this time and effort into, like, that can't be easy to put something like that together. That's ridiculous. Okay, so hats off to you guys. You, we're in the same boat here. Okay, so where are we? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Okay, so you've actually, Jerry, do Talk people call me. you Jer? Sometimes. 
Do my you, wife does. Do you care if I call you Jer? I don't care. Because that what kind of comes out. Just Sometimes, don't call me an asshole, that's all. Uh, well, you're not an asshole. If you okay. be an asshole, okay. I'm, I'm not going to promise you anything. I'm never an asshole. <laughs> I can't imagine I'm as sweet as pie. You seem like you're pretty sweet. That's why sharks don't like you. They want that's like true. They want a challenge. Let's start getting aggressive at the beach. Ooh. We don't want to... Sorry, aggression. Fill your drink. I know, that would be alcohol abuse. I need some seal shorts. You can you can practice the seal sound. If I had shorts with seals on them, oh maybe I God, would increase my chances. Or you need like a instead of you know they have the mermaid costume, you need a seal costume like the black, <gasps> like like penguin in Batman. And that would be cool. You know what I should do? Get some hamburger meat out of the freezer and go to the beach and put it in. See if the sharks like hamburger. Yeah, it's got to be fresh. You might have to use the neighbor dog or something. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't want to kill a dog or anything, but yeah. I mean, it's just. I'll Metaphorically speaking. <laughs> one of these days, it'll happen, though. Watch out, neighbors. No, one of these days, I'll get eaten <laughs> by a shark. <laughs> okay, Puppies are safe. Puppies okay, are safe. Let's keep our fingers crossed for Jer's sake, because he wants it. That's why okay. ev- every picture's got to be the the best one, just in case. You never know. I could be I could You've be gone got some great like ones. That. Okay, that's a great segue, because you, you actually caught Rob Halford of Judas Priest. Let's check out that photo. That's a pretty good photo. Do you like that one? Do you happen to like that one at all? I do. That was a f- that was a difficult shoot. Let's see. That was at the Nokia Theater. No, I'm sure that was right. And they where they set a they put us behind the pit, so we dealing with people's hands up in the air. And oh, you have so to have was, lots of obstacles as a, was, as a photographer. It was not easy. I mean, sometimes it can be cool, but the hands have to be in the right place if you have hands at all. Right, you have to move around quite a bit. Oh my I can't even imagine. Okay, you also, um, I mean, I don't know if you regularly do photo shoots, but you did do a photo shoot with and Bolin of Hellion that are awesome. So let's check those out. I did. Those are really amazing. I mean, she's amazing. Anyway, my God. At a, mm, at the Orlando. Oh, my God. She rocked it. She, I mean, she's she amazing. Rocks it anyway. She's an amazing performer, amazing person. But what a what a look she has, too. Oh, my God. She's just... She's incredible. And those photos, I mean, those photos capture how incredible she is. Just insanely amazing. Thank you. I take, I, I take those pictures and I modify them. I just kind of play around with them and just, you know, you know, when I was, t- I was talking to Simon Wright and him and I were talking about my photos and he says, you know, you don't have any, any, r- you can take a risk anytime you want because you're, you know, you just do what you do. Yeah. So I took that to heart, and I just, I figured I, I'm not, I don't want to answer to anybody. I can just do whatever I want. So see, but but that's that's the spirit of a, a of a of a true creative. It's like, you know, you and and that's where I think a great photographer is one who has a great intuition, who who anticipates. I mean, you say you study, but I, I don't I don't totally buy that completely. You still, you can study and study and study and be a book smart, quote unquote, by observation of whatever you do. But it's that feeling. It's like, okay, it's, it's the, it's before it happens, but you know, it's going to happen. It's right. just like, we're, we can't, it's not, um, it's beyond being, being uh, reliant on just our, our vision and the, in the moment. There's an anticipation. Some people don't have it at all. Some pe- those are the people that wreck on the friggin' highway exactly. that I have to wait for for them to clean up that mess every <laughs> Monday when I come. Why do people crash? Like, 
get it together. Pay attention. Yeah, you definitely have to pay attention when you're shooting. You have to know, you know, you, f- you know, I go through, I feel the music and, and I do my best to anticipate what's going to happen. And I try to make the, you know, the pictures speak and, you know, I just, I just do what I do. It just comes naturally, obviously. That's okay, so back to Ultimate Jam Night for just a second. Okay, so like I was talking about earlier, uh, you, well, for one thing, you've got to go because you never know who's going to show up. Okay, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna take a quick break. Be right back. Don't go away. doing spoken word spoken song but we talked about photographers we talked about painters we talked about dancers we talked about uh, Shakespeareans regular actors poets writers art on any level whether it's music visual art um, writing you know any kind of creative endeavor that there's there's a value to it We merged the worlds together, the art world and the music world. You know, they say everything is with the bright brain, the visionary, the imagination. So what we need to do is, as spirit beings who have limitless potential, is to tap into the left brain. When you improv, you're completely connected to the music. from the opposite direction. I started with the best of the best. <laughs> exactly. Right? I started with uh, Versace and Armani and Yves Saint Laurent. It's kind of becoming like the rock star thing to do is uh, instead of being in a band and going on tour, we just go on tour to paint walls. And- it is a challenge for us how to be true to ourselves and at the same time be able to, to pay bills, be able to, to, to do it as a vocation habit. The industry has changed. We have, we have gaming, we have animation industry. I started my career as, as an animator, a Disney character animator. A figure drawing instructor at uh, Noman School of Special Effects. Create a sculpture within a sculpture within a sculpture. You can create things that unfold, you can create things that work and walk around and things like that. So people's imagination is gonna, just going to be ignited. Yeah, I was a professional stage actor for eight years in New York. What was weird is that when I was spinning around, I literally felt, I started laughing uncontrollably, and I felt like I was going insane. Creativity and art in all shapes and forms is a way of communication with everybody. It, it, you know, it goes through language barriers and racial barriers and everything. There's no audio. There is no music. That's okay. Like Chuck Wright says, you have the... <laughs> okay. You have the one... No, you have the... What is it? What does he say? Five, four, three. I think you don't say three, <laughs> right? Oh, is it three? 
five, four. I can't even do it. I can't even count. Okay, that's my. I'm actually good at math. I am. Just I don't not. What's two plus two? Um, you know those um those uh I'm gonna I'm wasting time right now, but they always have those like high IQ tests on social media. Like if you could figure this out, you're a genius. Well, supposedly I'm a genius. No, because I think outside of the box. Those are just like so stupid because it's like. You know, they have all these math problems. So what would this be? Well, of course it would be this because. Well, you know, your reward for those is a virus. Oh, well, nobody so. wants a virus. That takes a lot of penicillin <laughs> to get rid of. Just kidding. <laughs> Never had one of those. Okay. So um, what was I going to say? Oh, okay. So you're also a photographer for the House of Metal. House of Metal. House of Metal. Okay. Tell me what the House of Metal is. That's a plug. uh club called Malone's uh, out in Santa Ana. Santa Ana. Uh, Eddie, Between here and there. <laughs> Eddie at the House of Metal, he's the promoter. They yeah, Eddie. A, they get a lot of good uh, local metal bands. Um, some are some come from far away. Just a great venue for for metal. I'm going to have to check he's, that out. Yeah. Monthly metal festival for OC Headbangers in all of Southern California. Headbang! Yeah, so it's a good place. It's in it. I love shooting there as well. It's the lighting. A you lot of people. There a, lot. a lot of people say the lighting is bad, but I just I feed off the darkness. I just love to. Well, so, oh, there you are over to the right, over to the left. Yep, that's I me. I mean, not right, meaning correct. Over to the left. Is there, do you see him? He's banging. That's pretty funny. Okay, so you do that as well and let's look at some of jer's epic shots and you want to you want to check the wow look at that i mean you can look up at the screen now jerry because look at that like i said that we were talking about like i love his photos because of the not just because of but these are 12 photos that i just think are exceptional but there's a bazillion more but look at the hair like the hair in the air is insane and I know so many musicians, and of course, when they're in their zone, that's what they look like. They're like they're there. Everything else is disappearing, or any creative for that matter. You can be painting or whatever the hell you do, and your eyes are rolled back, and you have like yeah. And it's extra special to get the drummer when the drummer's hair is like that too. Yeah, and then these. Oh my gosh, the butcher babies. We were just talking about these. These girls are insane. If you ever get a chance to see these girls perform, oh my gosh. They'll make your eyes bleed. Yes, they'll make your eyes bleed. Who do they sound like? Corn or something. They fucking are scary as hell. And there's there's Anne. Anne's amazing. Look at the hair in the air. Like, that's insane. What the, the, the shot. But look at his face. He's totally, and yeah, she's amazing. Debbie, Debbie Holiday. She's always at the jams, right? Yep. I don't yep. know if she's, she's missed She's one. a regular. Okay, I have a story. GACDC. I have a GACDC. They were so great. I have a story about that. Okay, so you know what? Stay there for just one second. You guys were there. Because Zena TV was airing that live for everybody to see. So that was for a gift for Orlando. Okay, so while we're on this photo right here, this is funny. So when these guys were performing, Gacy DC, their ACDC cover band, and of course they're gay, Gacy DC. So this guy's in his little tiny skirt, like a, like, right? Like a super short, where his butt yeah, is totally yagging out the back. Super funny. So Mitch uh, Perry is up talking to me. He's the guitar player with a house band. So he's up talking to me. 
And somebody comes up and says, hey, Mitch, somebody's playing. One of those guys is playing your guitar. So I'm like, whoa. So Mitch goes to fu- to see what's going on because one of these gay CDC guys is playing his guitar. So he goes down there. And then he comes back up a little bit later. He goes, oh, that was like the worst timing. I'm going, what happened? He goes, well, you know, I got there right as they're going off stage and walking up the stairs, and I'm right behind <laughs> Angus. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, was he wearing underwear? He goes, no. <laughs> so anyway. There wasn't a stitch of clothing underneath that. Was there? No? No, I don't know. Oh I didn't my look. Gosh. I don't well, you... Well, you didn't get anything in photograph, but that was that's okay. We can keep going with the with the photos. That was a, that's a great one though, and band. That's awesome. Keep going, keep going. Stu, Hair in the air. Stu Fujinami of Heretic. Look at these photos. They're so good. Okay, I think that's the last one, right? Okay. Do you see what I mean? Oh my gosh, this is like the the most amazing photography. Okay. I know we're out of time. Oh, my God, where's my notes? Okay, but there's. I want to give this shout-out, and I'm going to end the show. Okay, first of all, Jerry, where can, where can they find your stuff? Uh, I post almost everything to Facebook, so look me up on Facebook. Do it. You can see all my shots. I post them regularly. I don't post them all at once because I don't want them to go to Facebook purgatory. Oh, purgatory, the purgatory. The purgatory, the Facebook wall. Okay, so, and anybody who's been on the show is going to be on the show. Anything that's going on with the show or the creative culture, creative cult is what I like to call us because we're freaky, go to www.wetpuzzlepiece.com and you'll find all of that. Like all of my social media junk and you will keep up to date on all the cool people of the world, the coolest people. Okay, so one more announcement and we're going to close with them. So Siren Call, which uh, I just I showed you their last video just uh, probably a couple months ago, but they just released another music video titled Harness. Siren Call is an alternative rock band with a bit of grunge and melodic pop. They're a multi-international trio based in Vienna, Austria. With elegant melodic aggression, potent roaring guitar, and a soulful Siren Call. Okay, you can check out more on Siren Call at sirencallofficial.com. This music is produced and recorded by Jason Achilles Mazillis, which has been on the show many times, at Organic Audio Recorders in Los Angeles, privately owned and operated boutique, analog digital recording and production facility. For more information on them, go to organicaudiorecorders.com. So Siren Call will be performing at the world-famous Doll Hut, 107 South Adams Street in Anaheim, California, on Thursday, August 11th at 7 p.m. So check them out. Again, they're coming all the way from Vienna, Austria, just to please you. And we're going to close out the show with that video. So check it out, and we'll see you next week. We're going to get into some poetry, some heavy-duty, sexy, amazing poetry with Holiday Mason next week. So see you then.
You are watching T-Radio Me. Radio MTV.